This is former Auburn football player Danny Skutak, and you are listening to the Abbey Award-winning Sports Call Auburn. Welcome back into the program. You're listening to Sports Call on WT or excuse me, WTGZ Tiger 95.9 FM. I almost threw out the call letters of our next guest. WTVM News Leader 9 is uh, where Jonathan Hoppy works, and he's kind enough to join us here on the program. I've got Ron Lavoy and Brooks Childress here with us. We always talk about people can't ever see us, Brooks, right? Like when we're doing this radio show, you can't physically see what we're doing. That's yeah. why we have to speak. That's right. And here I am thinking we're on WTVM ourselves. I, I was looking for the cameras <laughs> yeah, anyway. Like, I was like, where do are we you? look okay today? I don't. <laughs> I, can, I can hide in this corner. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, let's take this opportunity now to go to our phone lines. And joining us on the program here is Jonathan Hoppy from WTVM Newsleader 9. Hoppy, how are you, man? Hey, JJ. Hope all you guys are doing well. Hope you're wearing your Sunday best, too. We might have to get you guys on TV here in a few <laughs> <Yeah>. hours. <laughs> we might be ready to rock and roll if that were to be the case. Hey, we got a lot to uh, to talk about here on the planes because uh, a lot of news is happening this time of year, which is a good difference, a good change of pace. Uh, the Auburn baseball team, what a run they had all the way to the College World Series. Were you as surprised as the rest of us that they were able to put a run like this together? I think you have to be. You know, when it came out that they were hosting a regional, I felt like that was kind of a surprise. And I felt like people across the SEC, maybe there were some other teams thinking they might have been more worthy. But at the end of the day, right, Auburn proves the committee correct. And I think the theme here, guys, is this program clearly does not get enough credit for the type of players and just in general the type of product it puts out there making it now to the College World Series two out of three years. Every year we go into baseball season, Auburn's never really hyped up, or at least as I've been following over the last few seasons. They just sort of do okay. They get hot. But if you can produce like they have at the tail end of the season, that's all that matters. And, of course, you want them to make it further in Omaha, but at least they won a game. And to make it there is a huge accomplishment if you're Butch Thompson right now, you've got to be feeling great, and I am sure that's helping with recruiting. And Butch Thompson is such an easy guy to root for. He's so kind and so passionate about what he does and truly loves each and every one of his players. He's got a terrific coaching staff being put together. And then you've got great players on top of all of this. And the pitching staff really came into form this season. But, Hoppy, as you look at the Auburn Tigers and knowing what you do, right, and you're on television and you want to show highlights and personality and characters, Auburn certainly had an absolute superstar this past season in Sonny Deshera, who was never afraid of those cameras himself and always uh, performed at the best in the biggest moments. Sonny was terrific. We were actually <laughs> brainstorming early in the season, hey, what kind of stories can we do about this team? You know, we're going out, previewing the game, doing some live shots on a Friday night in the spring. And Sonny D was right at the top of the list early on. I, I think just like you said, it's just that personality. Anytime you can couple a personality with the talent that he has, and then he's got a great story too, just how he's blossomed recently. Everybody can get behind that. And everybody was behind him all season. In Omaha, he was clearly the headliner for this team. And 
unfortunately, not even he could do enough uh, to overcome that 11-1 loss, which eliminated them. But you feel really good. He's somebody that represents Auburn well. And I think Bruce Pearl was talking about it the other day in a presser. You've got Suni Lee. You've got Sonny D, Jabari Smith. I mean, the list goes on and on. Tank Bigsby of guys who represent the university. And overall, you got to feel great about that as an athletic department, just to have some some good student athletes representing your school. Sonny D right there at the top of the list. Jonathan, you kind of mentioned it a little bit uh, earlier in one of your earlier statements, but I wanted to get your full take on the, the coaching job that Butch Thompson and that staff did this year. They were picked to finish last in the SEC West, end up in Omaha, winning a game in Omaha. Just, just talk about that coaching staff, what a job they did this year. Butch is just so steady, and I was driving to Auburn a few months ago right before the season, and he was actually on with you guys. I was listening in as he was kind of talking about the preseason practice and whatnot. He's not a guy that's going to put some huge expectations on his program, but what he is going to do is get the most out of them. And we've seen that year after year. And it's some about his approach, how he's so even-keeled, how he can really relate to his guys and get his message across in a certain way. You've really got to respect that. And then, of course, you add Tim Hudson as a pitching coach. Does it get any better than that to have a former player, a former great with the Braves out there someone who knows all there is to know about pitching obviously he gets a ton of the headlines but it all starts with Butch Thompson and just his demeanor it's not hard to see why they were so successful again this year and Jonathan we talk about the the team success that some of Auburn's teams had this year but we we mentioned Sonny DeShare and some of the great individual athletes that you also brought up And, and tonight's a big night for one of those two of those guys uh, with Walker Kessler and then Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith potentially going first overall. What stood out to you about covering him this season? He's just so good. Uh, he, he is so good. If Chet Holmgren is taken before him tonight, that will be an all-time bad decision by the Orlando Magic. There is just no way they can select him. How could you pass on Jabari Smith modern-day NBA, he's a long player. You can switch him on defense. He can shoot the three. He does it all. And when you look at his body type, it's so clear that he is the furthest thing from a finished product. 18, 19 years old, can you imagine what he's going to look like at 22, even just a few years down the road? I think he's going to be a huge difference maker for the Orlando Magic. Um, You know, Maybe you could make the case for Paulo Banquero with Duke, I could see that a little bit more. No way Chet is taken up. I can't say that for sure, but if I'm putting my GM hat on, which I love to do, by the way, I love <laughs> the NBA draft. There is so much that can happen tonight. The Hornets could make a trade. JJ, that's yeah. my team. That's what I'm interested in, to see all the other pieces. And then you've got a boatload of talent that is going to enter the league and and will be following for many years. Walker Kessler obviously deserves a ton of credit coming over from North Carolina, having a huge season. Bruce Pearl did a great job developing him, so he should be a first-round pick as well. Another headliner for Auburn, first-ever top pick, and then you've got two in the first round. 
guys, if we could just get the football team to win more than six games, this would be uh, one heck of a deal they've got going here under Alan Green. No kidding. I mean, good things are happening for sure. The draft is absolutely one of my favorite nights. And uh, if Jabari does go number one, Auburn joins LSU and UCLA as the only schools to have the number one pick in baseball, basketball, and football. Auburn's had several football players go number one overall, most recently Cam Newton. Casey Mize, the number one pick back in 2018 by the Detroit Tigers, and now Jabari Smith as well on his way. You briefly mentioned Walker Kessler, though, Hoppy. I want a little bit more on Kessler because you talk about someone who absolutely loves the fans. You're at the basketball games. You notice that after the fact, uh, Kessler is taking pictures with every single person that wants to take a picture with him, although he's practically out of frame in all of them because he's so big. Uh, But just talk a little bit more about Kessler for us. Well, he's more of a unique prospect in the modern-day NBA. He can shoot the three not quite as well as Jabari Smith. He can play out on the perimeter. But as we know, his bread and butter is protecting the basket. So when you look at the NBA, they put a premium right now on bigs who can get out, space the floor, and also protect the rim. Now, how well his game translates to the NBA That's more of a question mark, and that's why he's not going to be a top-ten pick. That's why he's going to be a little bit later on. But we've seen a number of guys make a big impact in this league that have been selected in the back end of the first round and, of course, in the middle of the first round as well. I'm interested to see how that plays out. I think he's got a spot. I think he's got to continue to grow. He's a bit older. He's got to really sharpen up that three-point shooting. That's the key. Any player that comes in with not an undefined role because you know what he's going to do protecting the basket and ultimately blocking a lot of shots. If he can take his three-point shooting and raise it to an even higher level than it is now, that's his ticket. And that's why he would be around for years and years in the NBA. Can he do it? We'll see. No reason to believe he can't just based on how much he transformed this year on the plane. So Auburn looking to have two first-round picks this year. A lot of NBA franchises have two first-round picks this year, including your Charlotte Hornets at number 13 (laughs) and number 15. So, Hoppy, what do you want to see Charlotte do with 13 and 15? You know, they need a rim protector really bad. Uh, Is it Walker Kessler? Probably not, based on all the mocks and and just the eye test with some of these guys. I think it would be hard to take him at 15 and certainly 13 but try to get the best available is is generally i think the way you should go in the middle of the first round you're not going to get that cornerstone starter unless you really hit at a high level Um, but we could see them maybe trade out of one of those spots rumors today that steve clifford could be brought back as the head coach there's been a ton of blowback about that and i just want to get on the record i think it would be great to give, get Steve Clifford back. And I feel like no one is on the island with me. Uh, a defensive-minded coach has a lot of history with, with a lot of different teams and was a good coach for the Magic. They just couldn't decide what they were doing and ultimately canned him because they were going for that rebuild even further. Uh, and he's a guy that's built to win. So that with this roster, I, I think it would be great. J.J., where do you follow that? See, I, I'm Team Clifford for sure. Oh, uh, but no, no, listen to me. Listen to me. Let me let me give defense here. I'm Team Clifford for sure. But these guys have told me uh, or have heard me say all the time, Hoppy. I am still just 
mind blown that Borrego was let go. I never thought that should have been the move whatsoever. So in a way, I'm going to be hurt whoever it is because I still feel like Borrego should be roaming oh, the sidelines there for the Hornets. I wish this was a Charlotte Hornets show. I could go <laughs> on for days. Now, I know nobody listening cares, so I'm going to hold it Well, in, the guys in my studio do, so I, go ahead. Let's hear this. Let me hear you. The bottom line is if a coach – I'll make this broad here – if you're in the playoffs, which Borrego was back-to-back years in a play-in game, and your team gets boat raced, absolutely run out of the gym two years in a row, that is a terrible look as a coach and someone who's trying to lead a group to the next level. I know that is very micro for, for a sport that he's done a lot of good things, developed a lot of guys, but I do think you just needed a different voice in there uh, just based on lack of competition and, and some big moments and, and kind of fading at the end of the season. But there's all sorts of problems. Um, but I, I do think that was the, the right move. Some of my friends wanted him fired a year or two ago. Uh, I wasn't so sure about that, but I, I think they need a change, and, and that's what they've done. I, I know Charlotte was technically 10th this year. They were over 500, uh, so this is not like a – take Charlotte out of the equation type deal because I think if you get over 500 you have an argument but Hoppy what I, I don't I don't even really like the play-in I, I know that a lot of people enjoy the the one game mentalities and we're starting to do this more and more in sports we do it in baseball now with the wild card playoffs and that sort of thing but I, I kind of hate that we now have teams because if you look in the Western Conference the 34 and 48 San Antonio Spurs got a chance to try and play their way into the playoffs. So what, do you like the play? Is this a good thing for the NBA? Well, it makes them a lot of money. And unfortunately, and that's something we always talk about, unfortunately that's going to drive the boat and that's going to lead us to where we're going to go. And, and we've seen that all across the board. I think we'll see that with college football, with an expanded playoff, you know, just because – there's so much money to be had. So I do think it waters stuff down. I mean, hey, I'm a fan of, of limiting the schedule a little bit. Let's cut back some. And, and if we're going to have guys taking nights off uh, on a back-to-back when one game even at home, maybe we should cut back on that. But we know that's not going to happen. I don't really like it, no. I think it, it, it makes it interesting, but – at the end of the day, you're working to be a seven or eight seed, and you're, you're probably just going to get smacked away anyway. Um, so that's kind of a problem that the league has in general. Hoppy, I'm just saying 23 wins a season ago, 33 last year, 43 this year. I mean, double-digit win improvements hey, the last few if seasons. If you want to go deep, Mike Dunlap took a team from seven wins to 21 wins. <laughs> My guy never got a shot. He got canned after one year. I guess that. He was ahead of his times with that zone defense there and uh, <laughs> yeah. Brendan Haywood, man in the middle. I mean, yeah. give the guy some credit. <laughs> no, you're exactly right about that. Well, look, I will be with these two guys this evening for draft festivities, so you be sure to text me and we'll we'll message back and forth on how Charlotte goes from here. Let me close with this. Jonathan Hoppy is joining us here from WTVM News Leader 9. What does excite you most about the upcoming year for Auburn football? I can't wait to see how Brian Harson responds yeah. because this has been such a weird off season. And at one point you think he's going to be gone and then he gets back and now he's sort of cruising, right? He's sort of gained popularity based on what's happened. 
and the fact that he stayed around. So how does he respond, and what happens when the going gets tough? They've got all those home games to start. Well, what if they lose one that they're not supposed to lose? What does this turn into? Because as we know, in the offseason, everybody's approval rating is high. If you can survive the postseason sort of exit meetings and, and you can get past it, well, all is great right now because if you're a big Auburn fan, Brian Harson's your guy, and you want him to do great this year because you want to do great things. But if things get rough again, which they very well could, by the way, what happens next? And this is a huge year for him. He is not out of the woods yet, and I think he'd tell you that. He knows what's up in the SEC. You've got to win games. So so can he win games? I mean, that's what it comes down to is this, is this team going to win eight or nine games? How many games are they going to win? And it sounds really simple, but there is a lot at stake, especially when you when you look at Georgia and Alabama uh, and the uh, the pass they're on. I guess it's good they missed out on Arch Manning for Auburn, but uh, they've still got some work to do themselves. So we'll see what they can do. That's the voice of Jonathan Hoppy from WTVM Newsleader 9. You could follow him on Twitter at jahop. 23 hoppy we all got to get together you you and my guys here on the staff and enjoy a meal together at some point i'll I'll let you know that you are absolutely appointment television for brooks and his fiance every night they're trying to watch uh wtvm to see what the news looked like and to see what the sports report is going to look like and they're not the only ones here in the listening area that do us so over the next few weeks people want to know what can they enjoy for sports entertainment and that sort of thing give a plug for all the things you guys are covering this time of year over there at wtvm jonathan yeah this is a weird time of year because we're transitioning sort of to football season i actually just booked all the stuff for the sec media days i did that today isn't that hard to believe? Yeah. It's only like four weeks away that we'll all be in Atlanta, and I can't wait for that, by the way. Yeah. So just getting ready for that, and then we've got the Columbus Lions, the Columbus Chattahoots, so we get your summer baseball fix and, and just sort of get ready for football. I mean, that's what it is, and in the meantime, we'll try to find some, some local stories that, that we can tell in a time that we actually have a moment to stop and say, hey, what's going on here? What's going on there? Because as we all know, once we get to football, the, the stuff is, is all kind of done for you. But tune in tonight. We'll have a nice draft preview at 6-5 Central and uh, tell you exactly what you need to know about Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler, just like we've been doing here, guys. Perfect. We appreciate the time. We'll do this again soon, Hoppy, okay? All right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Uh-